You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Alter Echo Sermon Podcast. This is the scripture and message for Sunday, June 12th of 2022. I am just sitting here in my office today um, after the honor of presiding over the funeral for one of our own beloved, Arthur William Nielsen. Um, so I, I share, um, share that with you today to hold that family in prayer as they continue to grieve um, the loss of a wonderful, caring man in their lives and in many of your lives. Our scripture message today is uh, chapter 41 of Brian McLaren's book. This one is titled, Moving with the Spirit. And in worship on Sunday, we will hear um, as our first reading, Galatians 5, verse 1, and verses 13 through 26, but I won't read that today. Instead, I will read for us only the focus reading, Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, and chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. If you have your Bibles, you can open that up and read right along with me. So here we go. Colossians 2, beginning with verse 6. As you, therefore, have received Jesus Christ the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. I should pause there and say we jumped to chapter 3, verses 1, and now I'm at verse 2, in case you're following along. Verse 2, set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. These are the ways you also once followed when you were living that life. But now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourselves with the new self which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal, there is no longer Jew and Greek. They're circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as Christ has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. 
Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So let's jump back to the beginning of Colossians 2 and 3 there for a minute. I'm going to reread you chapter 2, verse 6, and chapter 3, verse 2 to frame our reflection today. It reads this, As you therefore have received Jesus Christ the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. Which sounds, you know, well and good, and like the proper and right posture of faith, except, well, except that we don't yet live above, so to speak, do we? We live here on earth, surrounded by the events of earth, and the people of earth, and the celebrations, and the challenges, and the traumas of the earth and its inhabitants, including you and me. So then, my friends, how are we to live lives rooted and built up in Christ and in faith, or as McLaren would say, lives that are moving with the Spirit while we are surrounded by the matters of this life, while we are living amid and forced to deal with the matters of this earth? It reminds me, this dilemma, of the words from Romans 12, verse 2, that we are to be not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your minds. How do we, in other words, live in the world, but not be completely or entirely of the world? For example, can we really truly set our hope, our eyes on hope, even when our hearts are breaking? Are we able to really have always a, a higher or a spiritual perspective when we are surrounded by violence and tragedy or inexplicable suffering or just unreasonable sadness? How are we to set our mind on things above when there is real suffering happening in us and around us? Are we somehow to numb our lives and just transcend all of this for the sake of living a higher life that always looks to the kingdom and looks, uh, looks beyond the reality of stark evil in our world? Think of it this way. There is uh, a monument called the Four Corners Monument that straddles the borders of four states in our country, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. And if you visit the Four Corners Monument, where these four states sort of come um, border each other, come right up next to each other, you can, so to speak, stand with one foot in each of two states. Or if you really want to get creative, I suppose, you could put one foot in each state and one hand in each state, and so doing, sort of stand in all four at once. 
or exist in all four states at once, maybe. Might that be a helpful metaphor for us of how we try to do this interesting and complex work of faith? How we attempt to live in the world, dealing with the world and the matters of this earth, while still aspiring to set our eyes on what's above, on what's beyond what we can see in faith, setting our eyes and our hopes on what the Spirit has for us, while still yet living as people here? Because I believe that God has created us for this life and calls us to live in faith here and now. And even so, it's reasonable that as people of faith who are trying, attempting, aspiring to move with the Spirit, we might struggle sometimes, more often than not, to live our lives in faith in such a way that is consistently and continually focused on the Spirit, and to reflect even more that Spirit focus with our behaviors and our conduct. It is reasonable that as flawed, imperfect people, we might occasionally, or more, react out of what Colossians calls earthly desires, or what Galatians calls works of the flesh. Things like Colossians 3 verse 5, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed or idolatry. Or from Colossians, sorry, Colossians 3 verses 8 and 9, anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive language, or lies. Or yet still Galatians 5 verses 19 and 21, fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, Strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, and carousing. You probably noticed a little overlap in some of those lists, but I don't think the repetition hurts us for making this point. Like it or not, we, in our attempt to live as faithful people in pursuit of the Spirit, sometimes occasionally dip our toes into some of those earthly desires and those works of the flesh because, as Paul writes in Romans, 7, chapter, Romans chapter 7, verse 15, I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Truer words have never been spoken. Despite our best efforts, despite our good intentions, we are sinners. We are flawed, imperfect people who, though we might aspire to move with the Spirit and follow the Spirit and follow Jesus in this complex and broken and beautiful world, sometimes we do the very thing we hate. We do the thing that we know is not serving us or others or the kingdom of God. So, in faith, as those who live in pursuit of the Spirit, we children of God, are the wonderful, grateful recipients of God's amazing grace. Because you cannot master this alone. I cannot, by my own willpower or by the best self-help program, perfectly align my life with the Spirit. Good news. The Spirit intercedes for us beyond what we can control or will or accomplish on our own. 
the spirit moves among us and within us and renews us. The Holy Spirit renews our broken lives and enables us to shed the old and try out a new way and a new self. So because of God's grace, friends, children of God, it is not solely up to you and you alone to make a change in your life, to renew yourself, or to move ever more aligned with the Spirit. God is your teammate and your best advocate. God empowers and strengthens you to put aside your downfalls, those earthly desires, God empowers us to put to death our old sinful self and does this for us beyond what we can do so that we can try on a new self that is more aligned with the spirit and so that our behaviors might be more in sync with the spirit. So today, wherever you are, as you hear this message and reflect on this scripture, I invite you to go back to those list of earthly desires or works of the flesh and reflect on those a bit. Let's keep it, keep it manageable here and focus on just one that speaks to you. Focus on just one of those things that is something that you can lay down before the feet of Jesus, something that is not serving you or others or God, something that is not aligned with the spirit and is the type of thing that I do the very thing I don't wanna do and not the thing I wanna do. The thing that maybe you know better, but keep doing anyway. The thing that despite your own best efforts, you cannot seem to get rid of. Something in you, your own life. We're not pointing fingers at anybody else here. We're each going to look at our own self, me included. Have you identified something yet that you'd like to lay down at the feet of Jesus? Something you hope to be rid of and to move past so that you may live a life more aligned with the Spirit? Let us resolve today to rid ourselves, each of us, of something that holds us back from moving with the Spirit more. Let's lay this at the foot of the cross. And as we do that, we trust that our God, who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgives us and renews us and raises us to new resurrection life now. Raises a new you in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that this God who is gracious and merciful and full of love is the same one who partners us up with the Holy Spirit to flow forth things from our new self and our new heart and our new lives like from Colossians 3:12 compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, forgiveness and love 
or from Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So whatever you've named that you would like to lay down and turn over or surrender to Jesus that is not serving you or others or the kingdom of God, you might even make that tangible today. Write it down on a piece of paper, pick up a rock if you're out in creation that can sort of symbolize this thing you would like to be rid of. And find a, hmm, a nonviolent or creative way to put this thing to death. If you write on paper, burn that paper in a safe, controlled way. <laughs> if you pick up a rock and you're near a body of water, throw that rock into the river as a release of this thing to our Lord Jesus Christ. Be creative with this. Think of your own way, um, wherever you are, to make this work. But re return to our God something that is not serving for the life and the spirit. And perhaps, this is my prayer for us, that by putting to death the old, a new self will arise. That there will be more space more love, more compassion, more presence within you that has been freed up by ridding yourself of this and that the spirit may use that free space, that open heart, that willing hand in any which way the spirit would like to because that is the beautiful gift of the spirit. We never know precisely how it might act or where it might go. But we trust that where the spirit is, there is freedom to live a life in the love of God and Jesus Christ. So friends, thanks be to God. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live.
Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.